Last time on Gaia's Voyages, Zeet's staff goes on strike. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Where the hell do you think you're going? You can't go on strike. We aren't unionized. There's no such thing as a union for mechanoids. I don't think we even have any rights. What do you mean you started one? You can't do that. My Gaia needs fixing. Armrock gets put in charge of the firestorms. Your captain has charged me with making you the best fighter squadron in the Confed, and I intend to do just that. I am not nice. I am not your friend. I will work you hard. I will push until you are at the breaking point, and then push harder. Playtime is over, slime molds. It's time to work. All of you, to your fighters. Now! And Natty decides to help out. That is certain we can't help her sing in our room. But Dr. Miller tells us to stay put. The power is out, and it could be dangerous. It's dark out there. Let's go. We'll find what's wrong. Zeke will know. We just gotta sneak past them so we can overhear. Miss Natty! And now, the adventure continues. Captain Bone Marrow here. Ah, the smell of the sea. I love it. But sometimes when a pirate's been out a plundering for something close to a year without a bath, then a pirate needs a strong, manly scent to cover up his own strong, manly scent and to entice the barmaids. That's why I use the frequency of fear. It has the refreshing scent of old-time radio, both sci-fi and horror, as well as Halloween novelty records and sci-fi and monster rock music. And if that weren't enough, there's the smell of adventure as the zombie astronaut and Dr. Despicable and Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez and the rest of them drag me pirate booty into some truly asinine situations. Since I've been using the frequency of fear, the lasses can't keep their hands off me. Oh! You chicken-fisted brute! That's a saucy one. So if you're a fan of horror and sci-fi old-time radio and Halloween novelty albums and the occasional sci-fi or monster rock song, not to mention truly, truly asinine situations, then tune into the frequency of fear. It's a smell you'll never get off ya. <laughs> Find the link to the frequency of fear at www.zombieastronaut.net. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc. The zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. 
You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. <laughs> you simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 6, Love is in the Air, Part 1. Sushi, my drug of choice. With how much you eat of that, I'm surprised you haven't grown scales. That would make getting a date rather harder, unless I wanted to date a tuna. We have no time for dating anyway, you know that. Alas, I must remain a nun. Are you never serious? Quite often, actually. I am trying to forget the more serious matters and relax for a brief, flickering moment in time with my best friend. Yeah, more serious matters like the assassin tending the bar. Indeed. I hope you know what you're doing, Elizabeth. Why do you trust him? I don't, Mike. But it is one way I can test his oath of loyalty without life and death being involved. <sighs> I can't explain it, but I know he won't break his word. I trust in that. He gave his word to follow your orders, but there is a lot of wiggle room there. I mean, unless you specifically ordered him not to sabotage the ship, he could do all sorts of damage. I know. <laughs> That's why I've ordered him to behave as a member of the crew and follow Space Fleet regulations. Unless he has my specific say, so he has to behave as a law-abiding member of society. Oh, I bet he loves that. Speak of the devil and he appears. Need a refill, Captain? That would be nice, thank you. I'm not sure what you put in the tea, but it has a wonderful spicy zip to it. Oh, just a little spice I discovered several centuries ago. I found some in storage. Now don't worry, Commander. It's not dangerous. With you, everything is dangerous. And that is the first intelligent thing you've said. Captain, if I might have a few moments. I want to talk to you about the firestorms. Sure, pull up a seat. I want to know how creative I can get in training methods. I know torture is out, but... I must say, some of the disciplinary methods in your regulations are just so inefficient. I know, but I don't make the rules. I just follow them as much as possible. It does rather restrain me in my effectiveness. I've made it clear that you are in charge and I will back you up, within reason. I want to institute lessons in physical combat. Not assassin lessons, obviously, but in hand-to-hand -hand combat. It will help with discipline and keep them in shape. <laughs> and it'll give you an excuse to pound the snot out of them if they get out of line. You can order extra lessons as a punishment. Just remember what I told you when I first put you in command. Keep it professional, but a few bruises and exhaustion won't hurt anyone. As long as they are still quite fit for duty and have the time to sleep it off. Don't break their spirits. You'd actually let him do that? Oh, I'll do more than that, Commander. 
you're going to need combat skills almost as much as I will someday if his people ever put together the pieces. Oh no. Oh no 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 you can't possibly. You know me better than that. For a moment there I was thinking that you were... I'm not good enough to teach you myself so you'll learn from Armorak here. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yes. Oh, Captain, I am beginning to like how your mind works. Uh-oh, Mycroft doesn't look happy. I suspect he's afraid I'm going to mess up that really handsome Confederation haircut of his. Now, do realize he is my exo and best friend, Armorak, and I would be quite displeased with you if he is abused, killed, mutilated, poisoned, maimed, or eviscerated. Train him to survive one of your people's attacks, but nothing extreme. <sighs> Blasted. Oh, well. I still get to whip into shape. Oh, yeah. And I do. Don't feel some backwater wet on it. And tell me to get so out of the bureaucratic system. Ca- Captain, I really don't think that this... I'm serious, Mike. I would have spared you if I could, but I won't leave you helpless when the time comes. You need to learn these modes of combat, just in case. I have a feeling I'll be begging Dr. Undomo for painkillers. I'm sure she'll be able to patch you together again afterwards, Commander. And for all we know, you might even prove to be not as completely pathetic as you appear to be. Why, you... Boys, I have not yet finished my sushi. You can exercise all your manly feelings powered by excessive testosterone upon one another later in the practice ring. I might even watch Yummy. Yes, yes Well, looks like the rest of the zoo just showed up. I must disagree. Gaia is far more beautiful than the Lieutenant Commander. No offense meant, man. <laughs> none taken, Zeet. Gaia is truly a marvel none can compare to. Why, thank you, Lieutenant Commander. But I could never match your ability to shift form. I shall always remain a ship. Oh, sacra blue, Zeet. You have no test in non-mechanical females. Gaia might be a marvel, c'est vrai, but uh, she is a ship and is uh, not physically capable of the carnal acts of love like the lieutenant commander is. Get into her pants. Unfortunately, I have no pants to get into. It might be an interesting experience, however. Oh, merde d'enfant. Bloody parrot. Je casserai votre tête. Males of your species are quite strange, Lieutenant. Perhaps instead of removing all external evidence of your glands, we should simply geld you instead. <laughs> I have all the needed equipment in that bag. I'll book you an appointment. How about after lunch? If you're going to lose it, you don't want to do it with a little full stomach and lots of food. Oh, sacra sound! That would be an absolute travesty. Oh, I wouldn't know about that, Lieutenant. You're not getting much use out of it anyway. Oh, <laughs> contraire. There are dozens of demoiselles back in France who would weep cascades of tears at the thought of never feeling my fiery embrace again. Fiery embrace? You burnt them alive, Lieutenant? They must have been weeping in pain to try to put it out. He got into their pants. Ugh, bloody parrot. 
Vous me rendez malade. I only wish Gaia had pants to get into and I the uh, equipment to make use of them. But I never even consider it without serious wooing ahead of time and her full cooperation and permission. After much lubrication, beautiful music, fine oils and screws. Oh lord, they're at it again. I think Zeet's already coming out ahead of the game. Hmm. Gelder. So much more fun to perform without the painkillers and booze. Don't forget the really big thing, Zeet. Is probably the biggest stink bug in existence. Hello, ladies. I have. Oh, bollocks. What is that stench? Seeing females find it attractive, Lieutenant. That is one huge juicy bug. You can't eat the doctor, Bats. Oh, that is not what I had in mind. <laughs> oh, hello, you sexy, sexy man bug. We'll see you and I go find a dark corner somewhere soon and make each other's antenna twitch if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, well, such a beautiful lady like you, I would like to forget to know you, yes? Oh, 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 did you like my stink? Oh, the stink bug is going to get lucky. You can get lucky with me tonight, ducky. And ow, again. Damn it. He tried that line on me once. <laughs> did it work? Oh, once or twice. <laughs> You an ace. Well, it was a drinking contest and a deck of cards was involved. Strict poker. But I must say he was fantastic. Hmm, perhaps I should waylay him again sometime. I'm not hearing this. You outrank him and... Oh, God, no. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, now that you mention it, I could always waylay you instead. You are by far the better looking brother, after all. Oh, don't even go there, Elizabeth. You and me in bed. No, 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 not happening. A bed is not always involved, Commander. Yippee, you must control your fight. I can't help it. I get to do it. She, when it's close to pollinating time. But my tongue is still sore from last time. Then you should control your appetite more. I can't help but I get hungry. Then expect your tongue to get worn down to a nubbin, even smaller than aces. Watch it. Why is it that men never know how to be romantic anymore? It's always, hello, you're gorgeous and I'm sexy. Let's take a tumble in bed. Not all men are like that, though. There are still sensitive, romantic men out there. 
men who know your innermost thoughts, feelings, and desires. But do the women go looking for that? No! They go gaga over the tape with the sexy voices with the British accents. Hey, what's a guy gotta do? I got an accent. Well, it's southern, but it's still an accent. I mean, I can say things like, let's go fishing down at the creek. Yo, come back now, you hear? Uh, I mean, really, I, uh, <clears throat> I mean, not all men are really like that. On this ship, they seem to be. The only true romantic is Zeet, and he's a machine. See, Andre, she thinks I'm romantic. Duh. Vous avez des truffes à la place de cerveau. I've been a man at times. It's so much easier to be romantic when you already know what a woman wants. In fact, when you were a man? We are scientists. That means examining all aspects of an organism's life cycle. She got into their pants. <laughs> That's just rock. I prefer men with a bit of fight to them. So many of them are too soft. My claws just rip through like butter, and they have no teeth to speak of. The new commander has plenty teeth. Maybe you should ask him out. Ah, but he also sent you to the litter box. You will not remind me of that again, or I shall use your hide as a scratching post. I might take exception to that, pussy. That fight. And I thought the scratching post was gimpy. Come on, guys. Enough with the tree jokes already. I may be a plant, but I am not a scratching post. Nor am I a jungle gem. She does sound like your type, Armorak. Too bad I can't steal her soul. She's feisty. Would probably be ever so spicy. on their own volition. <laughs> well, they did call me the fuck daddy at Why? Doctor, you've made yourself a friend. Mm-hmm. Make it think it works every time. Naughty dear, what brings you here? Oh, cool lady, I brought valentines. That's nice, dear. You are feeling better. Much better. And daddy and Noah let me feed the tweezles. She did a good job, too. We really are going to have to see about school for you. I don't want to go to school. You need to go learn things and become a keeper like Daddy Knower or a scientist like Mama Glow Lady. <laughs> ah, the commander's right, Natty. We'll see about hiring a tutor to teach you. We have some of the best minds on Gaia. We can each take it in turns to work with her on the subjects that we're best at. Huh. That actually might be a good idea. She'd certainly get the one-on-one attention. Boss, cool later. I got Valentine's. Here's one for Mama Glow Lady, and here's one for Daddy Noah. Thank, Thank you, sweetie. sweetie. 
Assassin getting adopted by a child and presented with a valentine with hearts and flowers along with a big hug and a kiss. <laughs> oh, don't you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, Amrock? <laughs> Ooh, don't tell the other assassins about it. I want that pleasure for myself. Beware, Commander. There is much I can do to you in our lessons that would not violate my orders. Bring it on, Amrock. Oh, brother. Daddy! You can draw pictures for Commander Becky, too, if you like. Oh, John, let's not not. You're as bad as Amrock sometimes. Oh, Beefeater, you have no idea. It's amazing how many different romantic customs there are throughout the galaxy. I've been doing a study in honor of Valentine's Day. That reminds me. Captain, er, yes, Gaia? I would like permission to hold a Valentine's Day dance in the commons tonight. The crew could use some time to relax. That's a wonderful idea, Gaia. You go right ahead and make use of whatever you might need. Thank you, Captain. I've been hoping you'd say yes. Gaia, my mechanical heart's desire. You are a romantic. Might I prevail upon you for a dance tonight? I'm a ship seat. I can't dance without shaking everyone about. Not to worry, your robotic Romeo shall find a way. Robotic Romeo? <laughs> Andre, you got beat by a bot. Bah, this is an insult which shall not stand. I will not be outdone by a... a machine? Mère de Sange. Zit, I challenge you to a duel. A duel? 
What kind? Well, to prove once and for all who is the greatest at love between the two of us. I could outdo both of them. Ow! Fix them. Just on principle. I accept this challenge. What shall it be? Cartholytic converters at dawn? Tubes of lubricant? <laughs> you shall need lubrication when I am done with you, but no. We shall both compete to see who can win the art of his lady fair. You, Gaia, I, the fair lieutenant commander. Get into their pants! Ah, quiet, bloody parrot. We shall let the women decide who is the most romantic by the end of the dance. And whoever wins gets a date with our lady fair. And the loser has to wear on his next day off the most humiliating outfit that the women can think of. <laughs> Agreed. And I shall not lose. My honor itself is at stake. You do know that the two of us are right here, don't you? Men are very obtuse, Commander. It's a surprise we put up with them at all. Kill them all! I could always sharpen my claws. I have the best of both worlds. A man who is also a bug. So you actually... Oh, yes, I did. Though, since we're only energy in corporeal form until we master a certain form, we don't experience pleasure in the same way you biologicals do. So you can have sex, but can't have any fun doing it? Not exactly. Most of us can feel physical sensations through the sensors and force fields we project when we are corporeal. Masters can imitate life forms down to the cellular level, including working organs and organ functions. <laughs> oh, they are highly pleasurable sensations. They just might not be the sensations that you would feel. Guitha Laura have different modes of reproduction and have not yet established how to reproduce with biologicals, which is why I was so surprised at Maddie's existence. She's a delightful child, though. While she was recovering, she was asking me what everything did and have Amazo bring her things from different tables to look at. <laughs> I had to reorganize Medbay afterwards, but I didn't mind. She's already showing the Thylora curiosity, then. It's a good thing we'll be starting school for her soon. I'll be happy to teach her health class and the biologies of the different races when she's ready. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Formalities. No, my name is Candice. Please. Oh, then you must call me Desdemona. So, does Andre have a chance? <laughs> really? Are you kidding? Oh, I'm not sure why he's so fixated on me. Okay, well, in this form, you are beautiful. Perhaps I should have appeared a decade or two older. Your problem is you should never have told him you are once a real musketeer. That was a thousand years ago, and I was masquerading as a male at the time, as I have said over and over and over. He is persistent. 
I think he's fixated upon you as his ideal woman. I'm only a woman because I choose to be. Then what are you exactly? We, Thylora, have no need of gender in the way you do. We just are. Nadi only has a gender because she's half human. That is a problem for another day. I imagine Andre would be showing up to you sometime soon. Well, perhaps I should just turn into a plant and hide in Dr. Squeegee's garden. You dislike him that much, then? Oh, it's not that. I'd like him fine for a friend, but the whole chasing me about like a randy dog does get rather annoying. Zed is sweet, because he really means everything he says, and doesn't realize how he sounds like something out of Shakespeare in space. Andre... Is Andre. Exactly. I think Andre is hoping you like flowers, Desdemona. Kaya, you might want to start recording from this moment on for future playback. Oh, and tell the captain... She'd probably want you to play this on the main bridge team. Of course, Doctor. I take it Lieutenant Andrew is about to make his move? <laughs> I think that would be correct. Why can't men ever be original? I swear a dozen vases of rare Sindani roses is a bit much. Doesn't he know they're endangered? Now, see here. Not in my mid bay. Come treat patients when you use my exam tables as a florist shop. Oh Lord and stars and constellations! <laughs> the entire musketeer get up, <gasps> including the Caliwig. <laughs> Fair Lady Desdemona whose light shines so bright in my life, I have come here in my eternal efforts to win your heart and favor. I am not sure what to say, Andre. Let him finish. This should be good. I have spent the last few hours readying every detail, and thus I shall serenade for all to hear my eternal praises of your beauty. Serenade? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Come my dear one, oh, come right. my fair one, come Wait, and tell unto me. Would you fancy a musketeer boy uh, that's oh, just come yes, from Paris? Oh, you are gorgeous love and so you're beautiful. Your clothes they smell of Stop fire. Laughing. So come on, you saucy science lass. So come on, poor star. If I'm dashing love, if I'm daring love, if my clothes smell of war, then I've silver in my pockets, love, and gold in great store. And when you hear these words come from me, on bended knee I fell. You will marry your dear musketeer, for I love you right well. Do you think that I am foolish, love? Do you think I am mad for to wed with a Thalora girl? Where no futures to be had. I will cross the starry ocean, love. I will whistle, I will sing. And since you've refused the offer of some other shall have the ring, 
specifically oh, to young my love, ear. And I'm frolicsome. <laughs> I'm good-tempered, kind, and free. And I don't care a single pin what the world thinks of me. Desdemona, can I see you on the bridge, please? Of course, Captain. I'll see you two later. Huh. I am not sure she liked that. Mm, perhaps you are not her type, Lieutenant. Oh, impossible, Monsieur. I am irresistible. She uh, seems to be doing a good job of resisting you. Oui, yes. Hmm. Merde. This calls for drastic measures. Hey, wait a minute, silly musketeer. You left. You left. French not normally that absurd. Oh, he's even got the costuming wrong. Full of anachronisms. Do you know that wig wasn't even in vogue at that time? Makes me want to vomit if I could. <laughs> Don't tell him that, please. He might drop dead at the thought that he didn't appear a real musketeer. Being a musketeer wasn't all that people think it to be. He wanted you to feel the power of his arms. <laughs> Here your males often develop large egos to compensate for lackings elsewhere. I really don't want to find out how well endowed he is, Lieutenant. Human males are such idiots. Hey, we're not all musketeer wannabes, Commander. Mm-hmm. True. And you are rather well made, Commander. Perhaps I should seduce you. Hmm? Uh, oh, I, uh, I happen to be, um... I mean, I have rank you, and it uh, wouldn't be proper. We, we we have duties, and and you need to get laid, Beefeater. Elizabeth. What <laughs> 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 you pretty? <laughs> you know you are. You know you're pretty. <laughs> well, you do, Mike. Sorry to say, haven't you read any of the sci-fi novels or seen the holovids? The captain, if they are young and male, is supposed to seduce everything female in sight. If the captain is older or female, then it's the first officer's job to do all the seducing. This is not a sci-fi novel or holovid. This is reality. I'll leave the seduction to Sherlock. He's better at it anyway. He always was the handsome one. Ah. Oh, I don't know about that, Commander. You do have such a nice ass. Ah. Step back from my lady, you petty batard! You espèce de de vierge! No, it's not like that. She tried to seduce me. <laughs> you would dare insult the honor of such a lady? This cannot be allowed to stand. I challenge you to a duel, Commander. Two duels in one day. 
One more and he really would be D'Artagnan. Oh, you cannot be serious. I most certainly am, monsieur. Why you... The common room, one hour from now, and I shall provide your sword. If you show up not, you will forever be named a coward. (laughs) And you say you need to keep me out of trouble. I cannot believe this. I haven't fenced since our university days, and he's a master fencer. Oh, he just plays at fencing. I did it for real. (gasps) I could go in your place. Would that be entirely honorable? Well, not completely. Hmm. There is another option, Commander. What's that? I am energy. I can go incorporeal and... Hmm. Merge with you. I could guide your actions in the fight, leaving you free to toss quips at Andre. <laughs> Wear him like a suit! I didn't know you could do that. We Thylor are full of surprises. I could just avoid the duel. And be named a coward for the rest of your days? Certainly not, Commander. Box. Fine then, Commander, we'll do it your way. does need to get laid. And so do you, if you don't mind me butting my nose in where it doesn't fall. Ugh, don't remind me. That's the problem without ranking everyone. Nobody gets into her pants. Perhaps we should remove everyone's glands. All this focus on romance. Oh, don't worry, Captain. When Andre realizes he can't help me, he's likely to try and romance you next. Oh, Lord. I don't even want to think about that. Ooh, I know. I'll have to hire a few French barmaids to help in the drunken spaceman. You know, that just might work. Calling all French tavern wenches, we have a Randy Musketeer on board and are in need of rescue. He'll get into their pants! I cannot believe you got me into this, Lieutenant Commander. Oh, this will be good for you, Commander. Think of the stories you'll be able to tell your children someday. I don't have any children. A fine, well-made man like yourself with so many delicious physical attributes. (laughs) You will someday. Oh, I quite agree on that account. That jumpsuit looks quite good on you. Don't you start. Are you sure the weave in this will keep me from getting run through? Of course. Besides, he's not going to be able to hurt you anyway. I'm far better than Andre. I can't believe I'm going to let you inside me. Well, it's either that and look like a fool when you get beaten by a man in a full musketeer regalia complete with wig, beauty mark, and fancy frock coat. Oh, I'll never live it down. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'll be fondly remembering this day regardless. It's not every day a girl gets to see her best friends jump about fighting a randy musketeer. I am putting this one down in my memoirs. Thank you, man. Oh, cheer up, Mike. After this, you'll have all the single ladies on the ship chasing you about wanting to wait on you hand and foot. Including you? Hell no. I outrank you, remember? It's supposed to go the other way around. Don't push your luck, Elizabeth. You're a captain, not a queen. That could always change, Mike. 
Queen Elizabeth Monroe. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Oh, now I know you have delusions of grandeur. Oh, that's all for later. At the moment, I am simply looking forward to your sexy body dancing all around the common room. I hear Ace is taking bets that you'll make a total ass of yourself. He would. I'd like to see him do this. That could always be arranged. <laughs> hmm. Too bad I didn't have time to create you the full musketeer regalia. Good lord. But there is no way in this galaxy or the next that you'll ever get me to wear one of those things. <laughs> oh, don't be too sure about that, beef eater. I'll have to make sure to have a masquerade sometime in that exact style just for you. You can help me with it, Desdemona. You'd have to wear corsets, you know. If it gets my croft here in full King Louis regalia, it would be worth it. Oh, bloody hell, Elizabeth. Do you want me to strangle you? Oh, you could try. Remember, I can kick your ass any day of the week. Yeah. Can we please just get this public humiliation over with? Gladly. Now, hold still. This might tingle. A bit. Oh, that hurts the most disconcerting. Hey, don't dare go there, Commander. Ah. Mm, I'd almost forgotten what happened to those parts of that life. It's been centuries. Uh, those parts are mine, they are not for you to play with. She's not doing what I think she's doing, is she? I'm being good, Captain. It's just been quite a long time since I was a man. Stop that, Commander! This is quite surreal. Oh, oh, you have no idea, Captain. I don't know how I let you throw me into this. <laughs> you always did hate public humiliation. This way, everyone will be expecting you to get your ass kicked. But instead, you will kick ass and avenge your honor while looking extremely sexy in the process. What's not to love? Having her make all my parts tingle for one. I can't help it, Commander. It's a side effect. It'll fade away in a day or two. A day or two? <laughs> oh, I am never going to want to forget this. Come on, you two. You've a duel to win. If you tell anyone about this, Elizabeth, I swear I'll kill you. Oh, I'll be saving this one if Ace ever knew. Don't you dare. next time on Gaia's Voyages. Mycroft and Andre duel over Desdemona's honor. <laughs> so you chose to show up after all. Let's get this over with, Lieutenant Anju. It is time I taught you the penalties for striking a superior officer. Prepare to get spanked. Desdemona returns to her room to find a little surprise. Oh. No. Not here in my own quarters. I don't believe it. <laughs> Indeed, your dreams have come true, my little nebula. 
you are too modest to come to me. So I brought the love fest to you. Naked I see, except for the hat, boots, sword belt, and... Is that a rose in your teeth? And Gaia's Valentine's Day party begins. Gaia, this is incredible. The decorations are beautiful. I tried to incorporate the romantic customs from all the different races present. I would say you succeeded. Seems to me like everyone's having a wonderful time. Who will win the contest and prove himself the greatest lover on Gaia? Tune in next time to Gaia's Voyages, Episode 7, Love is in the Air, Part 2, only at BrokenSea.com. the Eagle and Child pub in Oxford. It's 1933 and while life is normally quite dull around here, there are three blokes lately who... Valkyries! We saw Valkyries! I jolly well hope that by the end of term not a mythological creature is ever seen again. I would that they had never existed. Um, I hate to point this out, Worsley, but usually by definition, if it is mythological, it never existed. (laughs) Now you're confusing me. I thought that was my calling in life. Normally I wouldn't believe a word they told me. But, seeing as last week Ares, God of War, was in the pub, causing 30 quid of damage, I might add, the fiend, I'm beginning to expect the unexpected round here. Oi! I thought I ordered a shepherd's pie. Coming! Broken Sea Audio Productions, Maudlin. Join the mayhem at brokensea.com. Guy's Voyages, Episode 6, Love is in the Air, Part 1. Featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Ault as Commander Mycroft Becker, Renee Christine Jones as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zathaxis and Lieutenant McCall, Abner Cenarius as Lieutenant Andre Anju, Sam Haft as Zeke, Ara Pelodi as Dr. Candace Undomo, Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia. Christy Plotkin is Dr. Squeegert Filigort and Ensign Vivian Thompson, callsign Vixen. Natasha Damroth as Natty. Philip Weber as Dr. Jonathan Noah. Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Borask. Stevie K. Barnaby as Amazo. Mark Kalita as Armoron, callsign Ice. Chris Britton as Lieutenant Sherlock Beckert, callsign Ace. Paul Lavelle as Lieutenant Anthony Scott Thornton, callsign Thor. Julie Hoverson as Ensign Tremaine Jordan, call sign Dove. Laura Frechette as Ensign Sukari 32, call sign Circuit. Bill Young as Ensign Slyzatier 29, call sign Hard Drive. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Ensign Talma, call sign Wildcat. Elizabeth Rast as Ensign Zila Hakan, call sign Bats. Neil Bailey as Ensign Illy Dostin, call sign Creeper. And Christina Boyd as Ensign Clematis, call sign Gimpy. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine B. Barrett. Original Gaia's Voyage's main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music 
A Different Ether, Voices of Authority, and Big Boys, Bigger Toys by David Alexander McDonald. Deliberate Thought, Dispersion Relation, Enter the Party, Uncle Rama, Malt Shop Bop, Matt's Blues, Modern Jazz Samba, Rock On Chicago, Rock Over London, Bumbly March, Comic Hero, Laconic Granny, and Monster Promenade by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. Ooh, light a match, somebody! <laughs> yeah, that shit don't work on a spaceship, do it. Um, what time? Damn it. We were... We were just... Jumps and squeals like a girl. Yeah, thank you very much, Elaine. Thank you. Ugh. Uh. 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 Ooh. Ooh, that is pungent when you're just spinning round and round and all of a sudden, whoosh, whoosh, but it is smell of bug daddy. I will never forget. Oh, well, I couldn't forget really even if it was not bug daddy. Oh, that's my eyes. My eyes are starting to water. Is that sexy juice smell? That the oak I I'll get used to it. I can get used to these sorts of things because it is you love the things that your love does, even if it is very smelly and burns your oh my nose now. My eyes and my nose, it's just running and running down my face, but it is okay. Spin me round and round the bubble that you know how to turn me on. No, no, I, I, like I said, I get used to it because it is love. This is what love is. It is getting used to smelling. 